and welcome to season four, episode three of the Manic Podcast. My name is Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, it's Tobias. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. I went gangster. yo, yo, yo. I'm yeah. not, I, I can never be claiming. It was like okay. gangster, but more family friendly. Famster. Famster. <laughs> Famster's the way I went there. I don't I, like it. I, I apologise now. Do you know what? You, you trying to family-friendly gangster slang is terrifying. And what better, <laughs> considering we're leading into the Halloween themes of the episodes. Ah, oh, scary, scary times. Unplanned segue. <laughs> so, because we are now in October and we're heading quickly towards Halloween, we thought it would be the ideal time to do what you do every year at Halloween. You'll start chatting about scary films. Yeah. So, to be fair... We tend to watch quite a lot of horror, scary films naturally through the course of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'm With those sort of people, yeah. I like yeah. scary films. Although, yeah. not typically that scared. It takes a lot to scare no. me in a film. Yeah, no, generally it's the same. I just get very tense. I'm like, oh, something's going to jump All out right. in a minute. Something's going to jump out. It will depend what sort of film it is. But what I have discovered is it can actually come down to who you watch it with. Because Carly scares easily. Ah, right, okay. Uh, And actually, I now jump more at scary films because she's jumping. Yeah. Because she gets so invested and scared at all of it. (laughs) That makes sense because I I think as Amanda doesn't really do horror films. So unless it's something that really interests her, she just won't watch it. Um, We've got a friend, you know, Harriet. And actually, I think she listens to the podcast or she did at one point. I don't know if she stuck with us. I don't know if she stuck with us. She may never hear this. Bye, Harriet. (laughs) Basically, she's become my stand in horror movie buddy. Because, like, I wanted okay. to watch the Conjuring films. Amanda's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. Harry's like, well, I've seen the first couple, so I'll watch them. So we watched all of them. We're about, we just need to watch the one that's just been out, like the yeah, third I've one. Yeah, I've not seen that one yet. I love the Conjuring yeah. films. I love yeah. the Conjuring Yeah, well, films. I really like them, but Amanda doesn't really do horrors. So unless it's something she's really into, she's just not going to. Well, or unless I can sell it to her, but it's also not worth my life if I lie and tell her it's not a horror. <laughs> uh, no, that's not worth it as well. Uh, like, Carly will not watch horror films on her own. But we can watch them together. But then yeah. she doesn't like it when I insist on putting the lights out. I want, I want the atmosphere. Yeah, if I'm, but I am like that for any film. If I watch a film, I kind of want the lights out so I can chill. Yeah. But especially for a horror, because you know what? If I'm going to get scared and not be able to sleep, at least justify it with not having all the lights on. Because you, how can you be scared if the lights are on? Yeah, really. I guess that's the point of why she'd like the lights I mean, on. <laughs> I will say one of one of the last films we watched. I think it might have been one of the later Annabelles. It might have been Creation. We if we found ourselves watching it at like midday, uh, and that's, a, that's it, the it wrong time weird. of day to watch. It was just happened hours. to be when we had the time, and we put it on, and I was like, it's just a different experience because even with the curtains closed, it's still not dark. Yeah, yeah. No, watch our film tonight. <clears> uh, you can right, and this is what we have to do. We'll watch something lighter, like a Taskmaster afterwards. Yeah, nice. I like it before bed, but. No, the, you, horrors need to be at night. You need to get yeah. into the atmosphere. Um, she hasn't seen a whole lot of horrors, so I'm the one who kind of forces them. Yeah, no, I, I mean, get that. Uh, because I own quite a few. Yeah. Um, though I really annoyed myself the other day. <laughs> and I don't know if I've mentioned this on podcast, because I can't remember at what point I bought it. Right. But I bought, as part of my collection, Jigsaw. Oh, okay. Forgetting that... I haven't got Saw 7. 
So now I've got right. Saws 1 through 6, and then the eighth film. So that bodes the question. Yeah. Do you buy number seven? Or yeah. Do you just I... go straight on to buy Spiral when it comes out? No, I want... What I'm actually aiming at is I want to watch all of them in one foul swoop and then end up with Spiral. Spiral, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. yeah. but I, it's actually really difficult to find Seven. I've not been able to find it in person yet. I can see. I, I'm never sure at what point I lost track of the films. I really like the Saw films, but I know I haven't seen all of them. I can tell you, right, this, this is information. The seventh one is the one that I'm going to say came out in 2010, because I'm pretty sure you went to see it at the cinema okay. with my then-girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah, because you went to see the Saw film. I can't remember. It was the one, I believe, that was in 3D. Oh, I, maybe. Very, very maybe. <laughs> I definitely, I know I definitely seen five, because I remember the fact that they subliminally put the V in a lot of the scenes. Yeah. Um, but I, And I have seen beyond that, but I can't remember what happens in any of them. I haven't seen I do, all of them, I know that. I have seen them all except for Spiral now, but I kind of don't own them all, so I was catching up. Yeah. And I had miscounted, and I saw Jigsaw on offer, so I took it. Yeah. I remember, maybe a couple of years ago now, um, I decided to have a sore fest and watch them all, like, nice. back to back. I can say that was actually quite a depressing experience. Really? Where... It's about a genius who gets cancer and slowly <laughs> withers away and tries to find a replacement. Yeah. That's what the story is. Um, the, the films connect very cleverly. That yeah. It's actually an intelligent franchise. Yeah. But it's not a happy one. And Which film back is it yeah. that you get his backstory about his wife? and like? Uh, they almost... Because that's the one I remember feed. seeing They do last. rip feed it. I kind of... It's, I'm going to oh, say it four. Might seven, that could be, it might be that. Actually, Jigsaw would make sense to be fair. Yeah. Um, I... Lost, I lose track at one point, especially when I do watch them back to back. Yeah. Because they did something that I wish films wouldn't do. And particularly in a film where it's dark in quite a lot of the scenes, they yeah. hired two actors who look quite yes. a lot like each other. Yeah, because <laughs> we have discussed Saw before. Yeah, we have. Um, and I think that is generally one of our common things. Of There are a lot of similar looking actors, especially in a specific set of them. Yeah, and it's just like... But I do like how they interconnect. Yeah, very it's clever My films. favourite franchises. Very, uh, very but, clever not scary no, i don't find i No, they're not scary because they're not meant to be they're not that, really but... meant to be scary they're meant to be like shock aren't they they're shock and gore films well they're called torture porn yeah yeah no, that's, that's perfect sense. um i think iconically there's two actually over the course of the franchise there's quite a few different traps i think that head trap is like the most iconic thing oh the uh, jaw trap thing. yeah the reverse bear open. trap kind of thing yeah but also, and we have talked about this because I think it both gives us the heebie-jeebies. Oh, it's the syringe pit. Yeah. The syringe pit is quite... And the thing is, I keep seeing clips about how they made it, which yeah. should make it better, about how they had like 18,000 real syringes that they removed the needles from individually and then replaced them with like uh, little plastic things. Yeah. Um, they, they, they then poured clear slime into it so it looked like she was swimming through them. And then they used like rubber and foam like streaks under her clothes to stick that stick them into so it looked like they're stuck into her and you think that sounds like oh you'd be fine with that if you don't like needles no because now i just have an image of just the needles that they have <laughs> to pull out and yeah. to, to quote something that i've been watching again lately squid game there's yeah. a there's the scene where they they do, do the needles to to like etch out the honeycomb and yeah. i had this thing of they keep holding them in their mouth 
Yeah. And I have this constant stress. As soon as I see someone holding a needle in their mouth, I become very hyper aware that one strong breath, one sneeze and they're swallowing. I know. Needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. honestly, I have held a needle in my teeth once just to, to be like, right, just free my hand for a second. And I had to do it so quickly because I stressed myself out going, if I swallow this. Totally get that, but I also have the thing with people who just chew toothpicks. They'll just keep oh, toothpicks. You're like, asking to choke. You are. And yeah. they're the people who don't know. And that's the thing I don't I understand. I know, right? I know, right? And that's the ultimate horror here. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, we are going to discuss generally, I think, we have briefly discussed some of our favourite horror films, but I think we're going to generally have a bit of a look through horror, aren't we? But before yeah. we get there, shall we jump into our first segment? A segment already? Ooh, a segment! Oh, yeah. Well, it's a segment that we like to call Character Showdown. Now, Character Showdown is where we both take a character each from our own pots and we face them off against each other with mundane, everyday, sometimes deadly tasks. They could be basic from who makes a better cup of tea to who would win in a sword fight, you know, basic and random. Now, I won't lie. The last episode I found very confusing because it was about. Yeah, it was worded. It was a bad choice of wording. (laughs) It was a bad choice of wording. So let's hope this is more straightforward. Yes. Now, the way this works is we we both have. Well, basically, we we came together. We we chose a whole list of iconic characters. We mix them together. We randomly put them into two pots. So we don't know what's in our pots. We just know roughly what's on the list. Um, Actually, I don't because I never. No, you don't know. You don't know my side of that I've put in. But the point is, we mix them all together. So yeah, um, and there there is a a fun little surprise in there as well for both of us, which who knows when that will come out. Now the thing is, we both have a color, and we're going to represent that. I'm red, you're purple. So Tobias, yeah, who is representing Team Purple in the purple corner? We have. Our friendliest friend, Joey Tribbiani. Oh, our friendliest friend. Yeah, I will say, when I pulled out the thing and I just saw Joey, I went, please don't be Joey Essex. Uh, please don't <laughs> no, be sorry, Joey I went for iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, but, yes, he's iconic, but in a very different way. Yeah, but Joey Tribbiani, good old but if Joey. It, if it helps, in my opinion, if you're from a uh, scripted reality TV show, you're not a celebrity. <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. that's not celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if the main discussion people have about you is is he actually that stupid or is that just an act he puts on for the cameras then you've gone wrong already no. I know people are having that discussion about us right now but that's different ha- yeah and they'll <laughs> never know the truth no, unless they meet us in real life I'm not naturally bold I shave it off just for the cameras and this is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> I forget <laughs> okay, so we've got Joey Tribbiani in the purple corner, but in the red corner, we have from the House of Mouse, Mickey Mouse. Oh, right. Everyone, <laughs> well, maybe everyone's favourite rodent. Might, might not be. Might not be. Everyone's favourite rodent. Rabbits don't count as rodents. They've, there's technically something else, aren't they? So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, someone, Remy. Is it Remy? Remy. I'm sorry, but Remy is a rat and should not overtake Mickey. <laughs> That's an injustice. Ah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, 
in order to pit these two off against each other, we're going to need a challenge. And what better place to find a challenge than the challenge chest? Woo-hoo! And that is just a chest full of challenges. Nice and simple. And it looks nice so chest. epic. I keep saying I'm going to put a picture of it up on the old Instagram. Yeah, but... but I haven't. No, I mean, if you want to see a picture of it, you can go onto my Instagram. <laughs> and I used to keep my D&D dice in it. <laughs> it's got a better use now. Yeah. So we're going to give it a little shake. Shakily, 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 shake. We're going to open the chest. And a challenge has been selected. So, Mickey Mouse or Joey Tribbiani? Let's hope this one isn't worded terribly. <laughs> okay. Who would make the most helpful makeup tutorial on YouTube? Bam! Wow. Wow. Oh, okay. Right. Joey Tribbiani yes. has taken many jobs over his years. Has. Trying to fund his acting. Um, he's, you know, he's had an identical hand twin, which he tried he to get has. a show going with that. Um, I have, he has put makeup on. I'm pretty sure that happened in one of the episodes. He's had to like, he's done makeup and things. So I'm going to say whether it would be good or not. I think Joey would make I mean, a very entertaining to, makeup. It doesn't story. have to be good. It just says who would make the most helpful helpful well i he'd probably show you what not to do but hey that is a good way to go with it yeah <laughs> now the thing is mickey is a mouse yeah. and uh, to my knowledge probably doesn't wear that much makeup but i have also seen him dressed as clowns so have you we, we yeah, we, yeah he, mickey's dressed as everything at some point He's like Kermit. He steps into many different things. I have realised that I don't think I've really watched Mickey in that many things. I mostly see Mickey as the mascot of Disney. Yeah. Now the I thing don't is, see Mickey stuff. I've got, I've got kids, and my youngest is a fan of the old Mickey and Minnie stuff. So, I I see Mickey in a lot of random stuff, and I'm talking like old-fashioned Mickey to current Mickey. So there's a whole journey and stuff there. Yeah. Um, I could see Mickey being more influencer like or having like his tiktok and instagram brand you know <laughs> where he's addressing everyone like hey everybody it's mickey here <laughs> the big mm <laughs> you know the most important mm the most important mm and M&M. <laughs> and he'd get people who'd be like this week we're gonna we're gonna do goofy up ready for a, a birthday party we can get minnie ready for her prom because i don't know how old minnie is i don't know how old mickey is technically they're like 50 surely Older than 50. Surely. They're going to be like Bart Simpson, where they're, they're always 10. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mickey was black and white initially, so he's ancient. Um, yes. <laughs> but I don't know. He's got an annoying voice. Yes, he does. And yeah. I have resisted the urge to do an impression. I know. I thought you were going to go into one, but it was like, I then thought about doing one myself, and then thought that's going <laughs> Well, that's, I think uh, if I did a Mickey, you'd have to just do it. Uh, Joey Tribbiani, surely it makes sense. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> oh, you've done it now. I feel like I have to do a Mickey Mouse. Go on. Okay. Um, do Mickey. Hey, everybody. Mickey. That's all right. That was actually okay. Yeah, that, that was, was okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's never going to happen again. <laughs> uh, unless you do a soundbite. <laughs> that is true. And I very, very muchly mightly. That was good. Good words hey, there. I know that I can't word good. <laughs> and right. I lean into it. So uh, I'm saying that I don't know because I don't know how helpful he'd be, but I think he'd be a good influencer. Yeah, but that's not the same. 
Um, I I think Joey would be able to get his friends together to pull out. Uh, pull out the the bag. thing is, Joe. My argument against Joey would be that whenever he does his shows, they have makeup artists who do it for him. Yeah, but I think you know he he's had Ross. He could have Ross. I reckon Ross would be quite good. You uh, are right. Joey could have Ross <laughs> any day of the week. Yeah, he could. <laughs> uh, he has the three girls. I mean, I was going to say he's had Chandler, but Chandler wouldn't be helpful. No, but Chana Chana would like the makeup. Yeah, I think Chana Chana would like the makeup. He'd be well up for it. <laughs> He'd be like, "Could I be any more beautiful?" <laughs> oh, it's all coming down now. <laughs> That's not an impression. That, that is just a, using his kind of is wording, of. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just I would think that Joey's entertaining. Yes, people would like that. Are we talking about Joey at the time of Friends? Well, I feel like it'd be unfair to judge him on the series, Joey. <laughs> I was thinking about him, like, if Joey was now, because he's like a silver fox now. Oh, uh, but now, terrible at makeup, because he's now officially in dad mode. <laughs> no, but you say that. Everyone said after the Friends reunion, he seemed the happiest one. Yeah. He was the one who let himself go, but he was the happiest one. <laughs> that is true. No, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> It's a shame this isn't. Who would be the happiest? <laughs> yeah, I know. What I'm just saying, he'd have fun with it. And actually, I didn't mind him on Top Gear. He's an all right presenter. Yeah, that makes sense. So that actually, sense. I think he's all right presenting. Uh, Joey, not the brightest spark, but he has a good heart. And uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I could see there being Joey's makeup tutorials. Joey's makeup tutorials. If they yeah. made the series now, I could see like a, a TikTok series <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to publicize it. Yeah. Make, making up with Joey. I, I he'd mean, call it making out with Joey, but he'd get it wrong. That would oh, be he 100% point. would <laughs> and not realize. I mean, I'm calling it now. For, I'm going to Google this. I reckon there is a Mickey Mouse makeup tutorial. Mickey Mouse makeup. Now, this is going to make me how to look like Mickey. Oh, don't Google that. Because <laughs> oh, I hate it. Get off my screen. <laughs> People who have made themselves up to look like Mickey Mouse. It looks like hell. Type in the phrase Mickey Mouse makeup tutorial. Image number one is from a video, and it's like hell has spat out a creation. Uh, oh, I hate it. I actually was just looking to see if there was a Joey tutorial. There isn't. There's ways to. Uh... Oh, why Oops. does that exist? You know what am I what am I googling? Just Google the phrase Mickey space mouse space make up one word no dash space tutorial. The top one, which is a Mickey Mouse makeup tutorial YouTube photo, is horrible. Oh. No, these are demons. And then if you go down, there's one with black eyes, which is like the original one, but it's horrible. Then they start going to adult demonic. It's a Halloween mouse, makeup one, which I think. Is, I mean, this is, is a Halloween episode, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is not nice. But what you were after does not <sighs> exist here. There's I nothing have got to Mickey's remove this from my that. screen, because honestly, I will never sleep again. <laughs> that was horrible. Okay, so Mickey Mouse or Joey Tribbiani, who would make the more helpful, that's the word here, helpful makeup tutorial for whatever reason you want to use to justify that? Head over to Twitter and decide. Ooh. We don't have an outro for this segment yet because outros are for losers. Yeah. <laughs> I might make an outro and it will probably just be one of us saying outros, outros are for are losers. For losers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. back to horror films. Yes. All time favorite horror film. Go. 
all-time favourite horror yeah. has changed over the years. Ooh. Because My I used pony. No. No. <laughs> I think, right. I've said about this on the podcast before. It's a PG. It's a P- the, the, when I was young, the, the two scariest films for me were PGs. One yeah. was ch- just for the library ghost, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, classic. But arachnophobia. Nothing to do with scary, but as in it's not a horror. Okay. But it's about spiders, and I'm terrified of spiders. So, therefore, a film that about makes spiders sense. really Glass scary. Screen, I was then going to follow up with, not all-time favourite, what is a f- film that genuinely scared you? That was, you know, that... Arachnophobia. That, thing, arachnophobia generally terrified me. And I even think, now, I won't watch it. So. I think we've mentioned it before. My one that generally scared me is The Grudge. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. It actually the same took for me a lot years of to watch it, and I ended up watching it with my young neighbour. Um, Favourites. <laughs> I have had different ones, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Classic. But actually, when you rewatch it now, it's aged badly. Uh, yeah, I get that. Hellraiser, which I know we've got news later, but they've announced a new one with a new yep. person playing yep. Pinhead. And actually, Pinhead has just been added to Dead by Daylight, the uh, yeah. uh, video game. Um, yeah. I haven't actually played it since he's been been in it. But um, that's interesting. I do like it when they try and add pop culture figures to games. Yeah. Like um, they do it with Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur. They had a, like Yoda in one of those. Um, what's my favorite? I do like the conjuring. The first conjuring, I think, is very good. Yeah, I enjoy the paranormal activities. They are good. They are good. Uh, um, we've said before one of them. No, we've said before that the paranormal activity films are good until they start full on explaining it and put, uh, that for, the reasoning me, behind right, it. When you look at the very first one, it's yeah. a ghost. Well, it turns out to be like a demon, but. It could be anyone. It could happen to anyone. Yeah. The more the franchise goes on, it could only happen to that family because they're tied to it. And it's like, well, this is no longer scary because it can't harm me. No, it's only sense. off those people. Yeah. So therefore, not as bothered about it. But as a franchise, it is spooky. The the whole use of the camera. Uh, recently, I got out of context because I think she'd only seen the first one. So she yeah. hasn't seen the second one or any since. Um. I got Carly to watch the third one, which is actually the flashback to when they go their children. All right, yeah. It's got Bloody Mary in it, yeah. and it's kind of it is creepy. You've got a moving camera where I, yeah, I saw the third one in the cinema on Halloween the year it was released. Yeah, I did. In fact, actually, I me and Amanda went and saw it. Hmm. Um, so she will watch some. It just depends what they are. Yeah. Um, I think the last proper horror I watched with Amanda might have been. Insidious, the first one. I really like the first one. I reckon I've have some more since then, but that's the last one I remember watching because it's the one with the red faced demon, isn't it? Yeah. And there's yeah. the classic scene where he's sitting at the, the dinner table and it kind of appears behind him and makes a weird noise. For, for me, creepy, creepy. The scariest and creepiest thing in that isn't all the ghostly stuff that's going on. It's when they, because the main character played by Patrick Wilson won't yeah. have his photo taken. No. And then when you look through his photos as a child, there's this person in the background of his photos getting closer every time there's a photo taken. Yeah. Um, and that's, that in itself is just creepy. No, that is terrifying. <laughs> um, how do you react yeah. to jump scares? Are you a proper, like, out of your seat? Or are you just like a, oh, my God, that's stupid kind of... How do you react to jump I'm scares? I'm not that. I'm not like that. Do jump it's... scares get you? Honestly, it's more I will jump at someone else jumping than the film. Okay, I, the I can is... get caught up in it, but I'm I'm also quite technical as I 
I don't know. It's that thing of you know when something's going to happen normally because the yeah. music has changed. Well, the thing and all that, that I learned while well, watching, not learned, the thing I was watching for when watching all of the um, Conjuring films, so that's all the, like, the Nun, the Annabelle films. Yeah. They are classic horror films. They proper follow format. So yeah. they do false scares early on where they where you know it's too early to get a proper scare. It's yeah. gonna be like someone coming around a doorway last minute and going, Oh, you made me jump. You know, there's distraction. So you know something's gonna happen because it goes quiet. They're they're focusing on one thing. The camera might start panning. Yeah. There's certain little tells. Mm. Um and generally you can tell when there's gonna be a jump scare yeah you can but there is the odd occasion where it does something clever and jump scares you without any warning and those are the ones that get you (laughs) yeah um would would you say you enjoy horrors then yes i do um i i've probably caught up now uh no not caught up the other way around there's probably new ones but there was one point during my singledom okay where i tried to watch every horror that was on netflix oh that is a challenge it's a challenge but mostly because there was some really really bad ones oh i know <laughs> i last i'm doing it again this year but i haven't been as hardcore this year i've had other stuff going on yeah. but last year i was like i'm gonna watch a horror every single day i've tried to watch at least one every couple of days yeah this this one but last year i watched a load and some of them were really good one of them i mentioned on the podcast i can't remember what it's called something like the night eats the world or something like that and it's just one guy in a apartment complex and he wakes up after a party and the apocalypse has happened zombies are everywhere and it's just about him surviving alone for months in a in in an apartment and it's very clever because it doesn't glorify anything it's quite gritty and real i I just found it very interesting but no there are some trash on there i watched one i can't remember what it's called i got half a through and i went i can't do this this is a waste of my evening uh, it's a lot for me to give up on a film. Oh, um, yeah. Because, honestly, if I'm not interested in a film, I will maybe just tap on a laptop or something. Yeah. Uh, but it was so bad. And I can tell you, it was... I was looking for the Krampus. Yes. But there's another version of the Krampus There on are so many versions of it. And it was, basically, like, someone had just tried to make a film... And it was horrendous. It was horrendous. On a similar kind of vein, one film I want to watch this year, and we've got a while yet left of October, and I don't have to watch it out of October. There's nothing to say I can't. No, I want true. to watch The Babadook. Oh, yeah, The Babadook, yeah. But there are two versions. One came out oh. 2013, and one came out 2014. And for me, that's a very close bracket for a film with the same title about the same thing. Yeah, but I take it one And apparently, just... apparently it's the 2014. Well, it'll be the earlier one, 2013 one, which is the one to watch. I don't think I've seen it. Um, it's, uh, it's actually the one going into this year. I was like, I want to see this one because I, I, it was in my list of potentials last year. and I didn't get to it. I, um, I've seen so many and I watched them in a short space of time. Yeah. I now sometimes go. I will actually start the film and go, oh, no, I have seen this. That's fair. I, yeah. Um. What would you say within Halloween horror films is your go-to genre? My go-to genre? Like, so... Okay. Oh, okay, I I know what you mean. So, like, slasher, ghosts... I quite like slashers. Scream is one of my favourites. But it's not scary. I don't don't find it scary at all. Okay. Um, 
Um, but, I am partial to a zombie film. Yeah. But I don't want a World War Z kind of thing where it's just billions of zombies, people... Yeah. I like I like that one I mentioned, like the night eats the world, whatever it's yeah. called. I like it because it's clever. Like I also watched last year, and it was a bit cheesy. It was till death do us part, and it was literally a married couple who are on the verge of divorcing. They're not really a fan of each other. Again, they wake up and the apocalypse has happened, and yeah. they are forced to stay together. Yeah, and it it it's taken a genre that I'm actually quite a fan of, but doing something a little bit different with it. Yeah, so I like. That kind of spin. I do like a classic um, ghost film. I would say that one of my all-time favourites is Thirteen Ghosts, which we've mentioned a lot before. We have, yes. Um, not the very original black and white one. The early mm-hmm. one with Matthew Lillard and in it. Yeah, Matthew. Um, I like that. I think I like a good ghost film. Of recent, yep. Uh, <clears throat> horror films. Yep. The It films. Yes, yeah, I like especially the, it the, films. the first one the, of the two It films. I, I think... would say the first, like It. Yeah. Um, of are you talking about like original or remake actually i love both for different different reasons i because i don't see the original as scary but that's because i didn't watch it until a lot later when it was very dated yeah it's very dated um, i get how it's creepy because tim curry as pennywise is it's creepy it's iconic but uh bill skarsgård is another level of creepy Yes, especially when you see him out of makeup do the face yeah yeah he's like your face shouldn't be able to do that <laughs> Your face shouldn't be able to do that. No, the first It, chapter one, yeah. I think is really good. It's a good horror film. It's yeah. there are bits that are outright scary, some jump scares. The um like the portrait of the like long necked woman that comes in, that is scary. Yeah. Um but part chapter two, I'd like chapter two, but it's we just it together. The, yeah, we did, yeah. I think for me, what they got wrong was they put they injected some humour in the wrong places. Yeah. And it actually diffused the fear. Because, yeah. for example, it's when, I can't remember the character's name, but the, the one who suffers from asthma, or thinks he does. Yeah. Uh, and he goes down to, the, like, the basement. And I think Pennywise or someone basically just throws up on them. Like, it's like a proper... Yeah, but they it's did, a they, leper. They played it's Angel in the Morning. And it was like, Angel in the Morning. And I was like, why have you done that? Who's It's a comic crazy? moment. Yeah, and it's and just it's like... The, it's no need for it. No, it ruined that, and I do think they went that way with it. I was... When the film... Because I say, we watched it together. When that film started, I had high hopes. Because they started with a very serious thing. There's a... There's literally a um, a hate attack on yeah. the a gay yeah. couple, isn't there? So they start off in a very serious and dark tone. And I thought, well, the, the point is the characters have grown up. So to instantly show that you've aged and it, we're tackling somehow darker topics from a killer yeah. alien clown to yeah. this is a good thing but it does kind of joke about itself too much yeah i think the creepiest thing about the second one is when the little girl goes under the bleachers and he approaches her yeah 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 that that's scary because you know what's coming that's scary just because of stranger danger yes it is. She, <laughs> what was she doing wandering under the bleachers alone you are definitely talking as a dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I imagine her parents are like, stop making noise from it. Just, just go and play under the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no killer clowns under there. <laughs> um, a film I rewatched recently with okay. uh, Carly. Yeah. And I think it's quite... A good, I, I like the film. I like the sequel, but that's not the one I recently rewatched. Okay. I think it's good because of how we do 
our podcast because we since the start of lockdown have done it over webcam. Yes. Uh, so unfriended. Oh, you've t- I haven't seen it yet. You've told me about Unfriended. It's, and actually, it's, it's one that keeps popping up, and I think I will watch during this October. Because it is about a group of friends. Yeah. And, yeah, because you haven't watched it, I don't want to say anything now. No, no, uh, yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> no, but it is, because it's a webcam, and that's something yeah. that we used to, it, it is creepy. I mean, it is it creepy, and it escalates, and, yeah, that's yeah. worth a watch, I think. There's a couple uh, of classic horrors I want to watch in October as well. But the problem is when they, when it comes to a choice between some, watching something brand new, up to date and special effects and all that, and an old classic, I'm more likely to go towards the new one because I want it to be better quality. But like, I haven't seen The Shining and I want to see The Shining okay. as a horror. So, because yeah. Doctor Sleep came out, yeah, that then forced me because The Shining was on my list. So I yeah. have now watched The Shining and Doctor Sleep. I'm, I'm also, I'll watch the new version that came out a year or so of uh, Pet Cemetery. I haven't seen any of those ones. No, but there's a new one, isn't there? A new one that came yeah, out. Yeah, it's got, yeah. um, what's his face? It from... Oh, I know him very well. What's his face? I can't. He's so famous. <laughs> so, so John... famous. That guy, yeah. Oh, what's his name? From um, Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow. Lithgow? There you go. Lithgow, there you go. Um, yeah, like, he's in it. And I know it's going to be good. I want to see that. Um, I also want to see Misery. I've never seen Misery. I have seen Misery. Um, it's good film. Yeah. And that's classic. actually one I have. To, Amanda said she will watch because it's less outright horror. It's more psychological. Very slow, though. It's a slow yeah, film. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, so, I don't mind the slow film as long as it. Oh, I'm all right with There's the slow a reason film. for it. Yeah. And I, if I know it's a slow film, if I go in and I get the pace of it, but some films just drag it out for no reason. Yeah, um, talking of dragging out for no reason Yeah The ultimate way of dragging something out in, for no reason Is by putting a break for no reason in the middle So we're going <laughs> to do some Patreon stuff now And you hey. lovely people are going to listen to well, now, What I mean is We are <laughs> going to divide this horror stuff into two parts So we're going to yeah. drag that drag that out By making <laughs> you listen to an advert <laughs> But if sounds you pay, like people are enjoying this <laughs> But if you pay a little bit yeah. more you get access to our Patreon exclusive stuff. Yeah, you do. What kind of stuff do they get to buy us? Well, there's a Discord, and you can yeah. talk to us. And there's polls, and there's news, and you and we you can shape the future of the podcast. People have done that. Our patrons have the patrons have decided. Yeah. Stuff that's happening in season four, like when we do the um, casting couch section. They chose. They chose yeah. what we were doing the section on. Yeah, that's true. So if they're not enjoying it, that's their fault. It's their, it's their own fault. It's their own fault. And I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have a cough again. <coughs> Wouldn't it be good if, as a patron, you got extended episodes? That would be good. And you know what? We do that. Okay, how do we do that? What do you mean? How, 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 do, we do, we, how do we give them extended episodes? What do they get? Oh, there's two other segments that you as an ordinary listener can't yeah. hear. You're just going to get an advert for another yeah. podcast. You are, which is, when you but think about it, crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> uh, that was your idea. Uh- <laughs> hey, hey, it's good networking. But what I'm going to say to you, lovely people, if the advert you're going to hear in a minute sounds good to you, and it, it does, they're good adverts, you should definitely go and listen to them. After you finish the episode. Oh, yeah, listen to us. It's like when you get an advert on YouTube halfway through a video for another YouTube channel. And you're like, 
well, I'll just click on that now. No, don't do that. That's bad etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> Finish yeah. this episode first. Listen to the uh, next 40 minutes of this and then head over <laughs> there. I like Please. how you said next 40 minutes. I'm just covering um, ourselves here. <laughs> look, we've got two exclusive yeah. segments. And they are good that, this time. They are good. I like this time. Last series, hey. rubbish. This series. Last <laughs> this season, we're, we're on it. In fact, Ooh. right, I've made no secret that uh, the casting couch is my favourite thing about this yeah. podcast. But yeah. we have got a segment for patron exclusive, which is coming up. It's coming up. It's a bit of a yay. Yeah, well, we're not going to tell you what it is. No, that'd but be I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Oh, what? it's getting competitive out there. <laughs> and that yeah. is as much of a tease as you're going to get. Yeah. And we are going to go into a Patreon exclusive segment, and you are going to hear an advert in three, two, five, one, oh, four, three, two, one. Seven. I was terrified. You did it. Six, <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Patreon. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Emily. And we're the hosts of A Dark Cup of History, a spin-off series to our regular podcast, A Nice Cup of History, where we dive headfirst into the weird and paranormal aspects of the world we all live in. If you want to know your woman in red from your woman in white, or precautions to take against demonic dolls, and just where to go to find Bat Shuck on a moonlit night, why not give us a listen? Together we talk about the dark, creepy, and downright terrifying parts of our history and folklore as well as what you should do if you ever encounter any of them. Interested? Come and find us in Buzzsprout, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you'll get your podcasts. So turn on the lights, grab a blanket and some rock salt, and and let's let's get get dark. Oh my gosh oh i love that badger oh Favorite that badger, badger. Bad badgers go yeah. that's the best one i think yeah i mean there was a point where i've chosen pandas over badgers but now i'm like badgers all the way yeah is there a badger in willow there is in willow what's it called wind in the willow <laughs> I took it yeah willow. one of the main characters is badger <laughs> I thought, I could, <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it not literally mr tone and badger i, I will point out <laughs> Right, it's Moly actually. It's Moly and Badger. Oh, is it? Mister Toad is the. Oh, okay. But right in my head, as I started to say it, I got very confused and started bringing in Narnia. Because <laughs> you, you did basically go, "Is there Badger in Willow?" <laughs> there's also a film called Willow. I'm pretty sure there's yeah, not a Badger there, in it. I mean, there might be a actual normal Badger in it. I guess not the focus of the story, though. No, that's oh. definitely not what they were like. This is what we're going to... Can we get a shot of the Badger, please? Should we not <laughs> focus on uh, Warwick Davis? No, no, no. It's the Badger now. It's a subcontext. That's what it's about. <laughs> subcontext. Subplot, subplot. You know what? People are going to be watching Willow for the Badgers. <laughs> the, the badger. In 20 years, they're going to be like, hey, do you remember the Badger that's in Willow? Yeah, Clearly. Best, best badger. So, horror films... Horror films. What um, do you look for in a horror film? Like, if if you were going to choose, if you were going to make your ultimate horror film, like you're going to write your own, what would you make? What kind of thing would it right. be? So this is there's there's two ways on this one. Because I, I actually don't think I'd be that great at horror, not really. But I would like to have either a slasher. Right. I've actually I've thought about doing a slasher. I'd quite like to do a slasher. Um, because I do like Scream. I like those kind of ones where you pick them off one by one. Yeah. Uh, or 
I would go all out and actually try to do all the jump scares with a ghost story. I think if you're going to try and make it like a classic horror style film, you need to try and get some good old jumps in there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's just... I One of the things I like about Scream is that it knows what it is. And it doesn't yeah. take itself Self-awareness is quite cool. And it's not self-aware, but there are self-aware jokes in it. Yeah. It still ends up being its own real thing, yeah. but it kind of tells you the audience. We know what the rules are. Which is, we're telling you something them. you've watched. I think at least most of the first. Um, oh, what's it called? Kill Street. I don't know. It's a series of three films. They've oh, each got Fear a year. Street. Fear, Fear Street. Street. The, the, one of the characters in there the is like that, isn't he? He, he yeah. knows horror films. Well, so. most films do have that now because it yeah. is a hook in for the audience. Classic trope. Um, yeah, but the only thing is you can get a bit spoofy if you're not too You've careful. got to be careful and figure out where your line is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to say this. I think horror films are the yeah. worst for having bad movies made of them. It's almost like... It's so easy to make a bad film. Literally, I, as I am watching a lot at the moment, and I found this last year as well, I typed the word zombie into Amazon Prime the other day. Oh, that's a mistake. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. There's so really? many. And yeah, but they're all play. So you'll have like Evil Dead. And then you'll have the evilest dead. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not the evil dead. <laughs> and it's all the classic ones, but they're they've twisted. Like they try to avoid copyright, but enough that you might mistakenly rent it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. You see, actually, it's one of the things of... A good horror film can absorb you. It can, you know, and it does. I like a horror film that you you get into and you kind of forget you're watching a film for a minute. You kind of get involved in the world. But Whether that's through fear or through just cleverness. One in horror, because of the sort of genre it is, one bad actor can ruin it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If you've got a weak link, it really does lower the whole film. Yeah. I was going to ask you a question, which this kind of leads into it perfectly of, can you think of a horror film in any of like the sub genres of it that sticks in your mind because of a gimmick in the film? The film has a certain thing that you kind of like, that's what I watched it for. So I would use, I've got two I can suggest. Okay. Like a quiet place is very gimmicky. I've only it's, seen the first one. Yeah. I, I have only seen the first one as well, Yeah. but it's, you get lost in it because it is this one thing. Right. From that film. point of view, and this is going back up, uh, why it's been copied so many times Blair Witch Project the whole yeah. found footage again never seen it in the woods. I was going to watch that this year as well uh, I mean there's like three or four now yeah um, and the first time I feel I like it's it. out of the project phase now out, out of the project phase there's been so many of them. it's less a project now it's it's established yeah <laughs> I wonder what you meant by oh got you uh, I was there going what else? what am I asking? what's half what are you doing with? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but no it is iconic and that whole yeah. found footage, I get tired of found footage, but it can still be used yeah. quite well. And the thing is, that's a way of where you can cheapen everything. Found footage is a little bit too easy to do now. You can just put a shaky camera and be like, found footage. Um, when I honest, think the first of... time I make a film, it'll probably end up being found footage because we could Yeah, do it. it's easy to yeah, do. But, yeah. um, if I was to choose one film that uh, is not my favourite horror film, it's probably in the top half, maybe, yeah. but it sticks in my mind because it was memorable because of something, would be It Follows. Right. Now, this is interesting. 
Is it a good film? Just answer me that. Is it a good film? I would say yes. Right, because I've been trying to get Carly to watch it with me. <laughs> but right, she okay. keeps not choosing it. Although, well, actually, this, this is something. Because we're, we're talking about, you know, what have would you seen we look it? for. I've got it. I own it. But how, uh, have you seen it or is it one you've bought too oh, No, I've seen it. I've seen okay, it, yeah. cool, cool. I, I've only seen it once and I actually yeah. kind of want to see it again. I've only seen it once, yeah. I keep giving Carly a few suggestions and she never goes for that one. Okay. Um... But actually, I will I will mention when Carly was looking for something that would scare her. Right. She she tapped into something that does scare her. So we watched uh, Lights Out. You remember Lights Out? It's basically you, you turn the lights out and there's a woman there. And uh, then you turn the lights out, can't see her. <laughs> something in the darkness. And that's quite freaky. If you're no, scared of the dark, I, I then have... that's quite a... Seen that the only thing that's I can draw from that is a film called Darkness Falls, similar thing, which is Don't about the, the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I know that was that's, but it's not the Tooth Fairy because it's demonic. And actually, for me, I find bits of that film quite creepy because it kind of right. it kind of scuttles along the roof and stuff. That's a bit creepy. I would not make this film, but realistically, if I was going to make a film to scare me, yeah, I would make a film about spiders. It makes sense. You are me- That's the best way to make a horror film. Take something that terrifies you. But the problem there was if I was making that film, I'd then have to probably deal with spiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, if I, from my if you point make of view, a ghost film, you don't need to deal with real ghosts. I mean, if you go on things that scare you, I feel like my horror film about cows, it's just not going to be out there. <laughs> you know what? Just because you haven't made it yet. There is a film called Black Sheep. It's there a comedy. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. You know what? That's true. Yeah. And you know what? You've already got it. Call it the Mad Cow. Uh, and uh, you've already. Got it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Now, um, so yeah, I, I would say I think Carly should watch it. Follows because yeah. I think it's very clever. Um, the base concept of it is creepy. That every single shot of the film, it's visible in the background. Which I question, because there are some shots I'm like, you can't be in the back of this shot physically. We're inside a room with no windows. But I think they always show, like, within a scene is what I think yeah, they yeah, mean. Yeah. And it's always, like, out a window. And that is creepy. Yes, it is. It's one of those films that I think becomes less creepy when it's right in your face. I By think... the end of it, at, although there is a scene where it's following around the swimming pool, which is tense. Yeah. Because it's like her dad or something. Because it's always something you've lost, isn't it? Oh, and it's no. da- you're giving too much information here. But I can't remember. Head. I yeah. can't remember. But the point is, it's it's it is tense. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it's yeah. It's, yeah very, um, we mentioned the grudge already. I don't know if I actually do find this film scary, but the ring. Yeah. I remember seeing it, and actually, for me, the weird bit is when they make you, as the viewer, watch the video. You're like, why are you doing that? Yeah, and it's like I remember seeing it at the cinema, but. I then had to go back, and just the TV. Well, that's why is, they is do enough. it. That's why they do it, though. Yeah. Um. I would say as a whole, no, I don't find it scary. But I do think the actual thing of her coming towards the telly and then crawling out of it is scary. Yeah. Right. Inherently, it is a scary thing because it's crossing over from a TV to real life that you're like, oh, Samaria, now in my living room. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. Brilliant. <laughs> um. Yeah, now, Actually, the, 
that is used a few times. It's used in The Ring. It's used in It. It's used in Sinister. It's when you're watching something and, and the thing over. you're watching comes into the... It's because it goes from being intangible to physically in front of you and that it encroaches on your you. space. Yeah. You're like, well, at least if you're on a telly, I know I can just turn that off. But Honestly, right. I, I'm, I live alone. Yeah. We're having this conversation now. You are on my laptop. Yes. But just beyond my laptop is my TV, which, because it's been a long time, is switched off now. Yeah. And it's just a black screen, which is basically my reflection. And now I'm just telly's imagining are so come often, out of it. Tellies are so often used as the catalyst. Yeah. The communication or something. What yeah. did we watch lately on a while back on? Um, Await Further Instructions we watched on. Um, oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Not the same, but that's kind of your catalyst for the I film. I forgot that existed. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. they get instructions through the telly, don't they? Mm. Um, so I think it is when they take something that is a safety blanket of knowing it's on the telly and crossing over into your space. Yeah. Um, now, a th- what I was going to say, we've actually formatted this episode really of kind of going, what do you like about this genre? What do you like about this genre of horror? Um, one film that kind of throws the board up in the air and it's all the pieces mix is Cabin in the Woods. Yes. The- I love And Cabin I will say, I'm going to say spoiler now just because this is a hard film to talk about without spoiling. Yes. Um, so I'm saying spoiler for Cabin in the Woods, just in case you haven't seen it. Basically, because it includes everything. everything. <laughs> Absolutely every type of horror, trope, yeah. genre, creature. But, right, because it has to focus particularly on one thing. Yeah. I wish that we could have different versions of it where we saw the other things. It would be really cool, wouldn't it? Because it's one of those films where it's a stop and look, pause it and look at all the stuff. Yes. That that lift uh, elevator scene when they all come out. That is ma- good. That... There is a making of that where it shows you all the different things in detail. I haven't seen it, yeah, it's good. on the DVD. And it is quite cool. But 100%, um, it, it would be nice to see more of that. It's kind of like when you see a, a film and you go, I'd like to see a TV series of this so I can see behind. I want a series about behind the scenes of that just so I can <laughs> see all the different creatures a bit more. Yeah. It's actually the thing I like about 13 Ghosts. You've got this collection of things that are bad and yeah. you, they, they get released like one by one and stuff. And that's yeah. kind of, it's not the same, but it's, you've got a, a selection of stuff to focus on. Scary beasts and where to find them. And they're not all terrifying, <laughs> but some of it really is creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, that's, that's a good call. Not everyone likes that film. Uh, no, I do because obviously my partner's not a fan. Amanda doesn't really like it. Um, but no, honestly, just for the elevator scene to see all those things, that is a brilliant. It's a twist. day horror film scene. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's just Whedon thing. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah. I he didn't direct it. He like I don't know if he wrote it. He came up I with can, the idea. I think I can see that because his style of humor. Yeah, I might actually just check. Yeah, just check what, that. what he did to it. But I think but it's a brilliant film because if you go into it lucky enough to not know anything about it, which sorry, not... we've, uh, we've yeah, but that's thought. why I said it's important to put a spoiler because you can't discuss the film without spoiling that one. Um, if yeah, you are lucky enough to go wrote... in like that, then I think it. it really because I didn't have any clue about it when I watched it, and then when it all kind of kicked off, I was like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Very, very. No, it, it escalates. It escalates. Question: um, Did you ever yeah. watch Us, or have you still not seen it? I have still not seen it. Let's not talk about it. Okay, good because film. I think I, it is quite creepy at I'm, times. Yeah, I've seen that. It's available for me to watch, so I will. Yes. Will no, I won't speak about it. I won't 
I won't spoil. I won't. I would just say it's definitely a good film. I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Um, oh well, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a a an interesting film. Yeah. Um. um I, I don't really have much more going to say. Back, I was going to say going back to like the horror films that I like and don't yeah. like. I like it more in a scary don't like it kind of way. Um, if it's something that could happen to me. If you have something that is more personalised to that character that you're watching, or I find that less scary because I'm like, well, this means nothing to me. Yeah, if it's grounded, yeah, then you can go, oh, that could be me. That could yeah. be me. And that yeah. is scary. And that's the thing that films with, like, Freddy Krueger or Jason, yeah. yes, they're set in a real kind of... Well, like, I know... Freddy's not, but no. like Jason re- is basically set in a normal place, like ha- the Halloween films, just yeah, a killer. Yeah. yeah. Even though they've got kind of like supernatural esque elements to them, yeah, they are at the heart of it a dude with a weapon relentlessly coming for you. Yeah, and you either accept that or you don't. You know, yeah. is that kind of? And, uh, uh, I one yeah, film, I, I agree. I don't know completely. if it counts exactly as horror. I'm right. I'm going to, but whilst it's based in America. The Purge, particularly the first Purge. They are, film. I think they are classed as horrors, aren't they? Yeah, I, that idea that actually that for that one day, anyone can kill anyone. Anyone can do anything. Yeah, the horror there is because it takes away the safety blanket. Yeah, but I could honestly, this day and age that we're doing, I you know, I would be surprised would if that surprise happened. No. Now, before we start wrapping up, I asked Amanda what her favourite horror film was. Right. Because she's not a horror film fan really she but she's seen a handful enough and i personally didn't think the film she said was a horror but i actually think when you think into it i completely get it would you class edward scissorhands as a horror film i wouldn't but i thought it was a christmas film tim burton-esque actually if you think tim burton is actually quite he's got a horror vibe to it just the concept of it is horror yeah, actually, I wouldn't have thought of that. No, because and actually, when she said it, I I was like, no. <laughs> but then no, when no, I thought I about it, it, I was like, actually, no, it is. That is a horrific film when you think about the stuff that happens in it. Yeah, it's yeah, got a fair. mob of mob of torches. You know, yeah. it's got a, a a guy with scissors as hands. Yeah, that's. It was unexpected, but I I've always considered it a Christmas film, and I, I don't know if it's set at I Christmas. I haven't thought of it that way. I've literally just gone, "That's a Johnny Depp film." That's literally as far as I can We know that Johnny Depp exists outside of festivals and stuff yeah. and holidays. <laughs> He's just a thing. It's a thing. It's an entity. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other horror films that you feel need a mention? Um, just because I watched it, I think it was the last horror film that I saw that wasn't to be reviewed on a podcast. Right. Um, Oculus. Have you seen Oculus? I haven't seen Oculus. It's not one I, I don't give you spoilers. I can tell you that Carly did not like it. Right. I actually, this is the second time I've watched it. I really didn't like it the first time. This one, I got it a bit more. Okay. Uh, basically, it's about a haunted mirror. Yes. Is it Karen Gillan? Or it is that? Karen Gillan okay. and Brenton Thwaites. Okay. So it's, it's Nebula and Dick Grayson. That's <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, so basically, the mirror makes you do things. Is that a bit like um, there's another film? I think it's called Mirror, as an M I R A. Oh, I um, I don't know about that one. I've seen a few things which have involved mirrors. They do a lot. It's quite yeah. a common thing of the thing in the mirror is either making you do something or is doing yeah. something. Well, I tell you who else is in it. 
because that's someone that you like, I think. Right. From the past. Um, because it's got a lot of flashbacks in right. it. Karen and Brenton's mother in it is Katie Sackoff. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Um, it's an interesting one. And if you did watch it, it would be interesting to see what you thought. Because I did, I'm not sure if like is the word, I thought about it more this time. Okay. Because there's stuff that I don't think I paid attention to the first time around. Well, I say we've got plenty of October left yet. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I will watch it. Cool. Um, okay, right, well, shall we move on to this is your favourite segment? Oh, my favourite segment! Enjoy! It's time for Casting Couch! Have we played the jingle? Yes, we have. We've jingled our socks off. Yo, we've jingled Bells now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not a regular listener, what have you been doing with your life? And this um, is going to be a weird point to start out for you. Yeah, weird. Well, maybe this is just something that's happened. You checked the most recent episode, that's why you're listening. Each episode, we cast something. Uh, in our second season, we cast... Um, what did we cast? X-Men for the MCU. Uh, last season, we cast uh, Lord of the Rings. This season, we're casting the faculty and villains, mostly the adults, of the Harry Potter world. Ooh. Yes. Uh, one rule, really, is don't cast someone who's already been in it. Yep. Um, I personally, because it's a very British thing, I'm trying to go to British actors. Uh, I don't know if that's something that Liam is actively trying to do or how that goes. So far, we've cast Dumbledore, which was um, Ian McKellen, much to Liam's annoyance. And uh, <laughs> uh, as Professor McGonagall, Professor, I said Professor. <laughs> yeah. I got told off last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, professor McGonagall, uh, Helen Mirren has been cast. So, this week, we are casting Hagrid. Good old Here we are. Jovial ha- Hagrid. Jovial Hagrid. Bit of a giant is Hagrid. He's a bit of a giant. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. Right. Uh, I've, you say I've gone in right now. I said before we started recording, and possibly during, and it will be edited, edited out. I don't care. Um, I have two options. One, I think you'll go, no. Okay. No, not that person. And I'll go, I agree, but at the same time, probably quite likely. Uh, and the other one, I just think is good casting. And you, I would I would like to think you'll go, actually, that's brilliant casting. <laughs> or you might go, nope, don't see it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, we'll find out. We will find out. And I will be so annoyed if you say that person first. <laughs> okay. But, come on. Right. We're casting Hagrid. Come on, Liam. Give me okay. your best. Well, my first person, I don't know their age off the top of my head. I didn't look into that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how age appropriate they are. But they've played someone who's, I would say, almost the direct opposite of Hagrid. Oh. I've gone for John Rhys Davies. Okay. I, he is Gimli, yes. And as we proved in the casting of Gimli, he's quite tall. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He's also very, he is old. Yeah, he probably is getting on. Hang a on, bit I'm going to look him up. But probably. okay, I wasn't expecting that. Com- I wasn't expecting that. Right. Um, all right. I would say in the old. I mean, he's 77. Oh, is he? I didn't realize how old he was. He, he is. I mean, you're thinking of him from quite a few years back. I am. Yeah, like sliders and that kind of time. I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. Right. Actually, if it was still then, actually, probably quite yeah, good. I mean, as I, said, I didn't look into his age. I barely googled how to spell his name. 
Right. Right, fine. Okay, so John Rhys Davis, uh, you know, as you know, as a follow-on from Lord of the Rings casting last year. Yeah. So connection there, uh, probably quite popular, might get some votes. I'm now going to give you my top choice. Okay. Right, now this is the one I think is good. I've got to say his name correctly, because I didn't know it. I only know the character he plays. Okay, cool. And the thing is, I've written, my next person is someone I, I think there is definitely possibility yeah. for crossover yeah definitely right so i've gone for christian nan who is holder <laughs> yes he is Holdor, and he was also my second option <laughs> yes and that's what i said because i actually once i had the idea of him i couldn't get it out of my head that he yeah. would make a brilliant hagrid yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i will say he wasn't my initial second choice so i'm gonna put something else in all right, cool. Uh, but I've yeah, I've just got to check his, the guy's Christian name. Christian Nan, as I said, Hodor, aka Alderdor. <laughs> uh, <sighs> you know, from Game of Thrones, one of the saddest ends to a character. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler, mind you. Is that too soon? I don't know. No, it's fine. We've we've yeah. got the trailer for the new season, the new show. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen the trailer yet. I mean, no, it's all right. It doesn't no, show that much. It doesn't really show that much. Um, but yeah, so Christian Nen, I just thought once he well, came to the head, that makes it. Oh yeah, I think that must be good because I also thought that. Yeah. So much <laughs> like we with our cast, casting of one of the last ones, we basically both cast the last one. I think. Yeah. Okay, so so far we've got John Rhys Davis and Christian Nen, which is what I've got written down. But <laughs> I'm not going to give you my technically my third option, which was originally my second option. Yeah. So we've gone from your. Game of Thrones character to my Game of Thrones character because I'm putting Christopher Hivchu forward. You you like him? I've put him forward for something before. Yeah, you have put him forward to something. All right, okay. Again, don't know how right he is, but when I went, initially he was actually the name that came to my mind first when I was. What's thinking his of character's him. name in Game of Thrones? I can't think what it is right now. Uh, he is he's angry, he's one of the wild tall ginger guy. He's one of the wildlings, I think. I I can say when I watched it, I knew his name. I cannot tell you that right now. Okay, good. Before I can do a poll, I will need his name. Oh no, Christian! Oh, I know, I know the actor's name. He yeah, played Tormund Giantsbane. Yeah, there you go. All right, okay. I think I was going for stature and like build, like because like Tormund was quite like. Rah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, whilst Robbie Coltrane is quite big, they're CGI in at oh, work here. Yeah, as... yeah. Right now. This is the one that might anger you. The problem is we've both agreed so well on Christian Nairn. Oh, no, Christian Nairn. I'm going... I, oh, I yeah, hope yeah. that Christian Nairn is the, is the winner of this. Yeah. But now I'm going to say this person, you, you're going to go, no. And I know that listeners are going to go, no. But I also know how life is. And I just think that James Corden might get cast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> why have you done that? I, I could just see <sighs> it happening. I couldn't. Because he, right. I think he's beyond wrong for the role. He's not no, no, that no. kind of a character. I think I've seen him in things. I've seen him in The Three Musketeers as Planchet, right? He gets cast as, for me, Hagrid is sort of a comedy role. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. A lovable yeah. giant, and he he's kind of... A bit of fun in the... I mean, he's very lovable and stuff. But I just see James Corden. I wouldn't cast him as it. 
If I was going to cast James Corden in the Harry Potter universe... You're going to kill him off instantly, aren't you? <laughs> I would cast him as... And I can't right now remember the character's name. Is I would cast him as... No. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew's not a bad choice, though. <laughs> I know that down. Um, I would... No, it's actually not technically from the Harry Potters. I, what is the character... The, the secondary character from... Uh, Fantastic Beasts called. Oh, you know who te- uh, Dan Fogler plays? Yeah. Oh, who is it? I, I can't remember the character's name, but oh, I think I that's I who I'd put. I'd, about, I'd, yeah. I'd probably put him more there where he's outright funny at times. Yeah, okay. Because Hagrid I'm is more funny through being a bit more of a blunder, not look at me, I'm amazing. Yeah, but I think that's what I, th- I just feel like if they recast it, James Corden would end up in there somewhere. Well, I hope that they they recast the Harry Potter with the view to make it as dark and serious as Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's why we end up with Christian Dan. And actually, it's such a gory series. Because <laughs> okay. it could be. It could be a really good, gritty adult series. I apologise for the James Gordon, but also we both... Do you know what, up- Tobias? Yeah. I expected what? better of you. <laughs> I expect more from you than James Gordon. Do you know what? I was once severely disappointed in Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> For that, you're catching up. <laughs> oh, but if it helps, like, I, th- I thought I'd end up casting him in something before you did. <laughs> yeah, but it just seemed to fit. Peter Pettigrew's a good call, though. Can I note that down somewhere? I know. This is where you won't be able to because... Bloomin' win it! They'll cast him in it. Just to spite us. Unacceptable. <laughs> Sorry, I put it. Uh, I had to be true to myself. Christian Nen. That's we both agree. The problem Christian is Nen. he's not big as stature. I don't think he'd look good blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Although, <laughs> well, it depends where he ends up landing. So this one's going to be missed. called the one where we blow up James Corden. <laughs> could be. It could uh, be. Oh, I had a joke. It's Halloween, so we're blowing up James Corden. Boom. Yay. Oh no. James Corden. Yeah. Sorry. It's Billy Yarmus. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I reckon he, he, he. Yeah, I know. I mean, I really hate it. But okay, fair play. You said I would. Yeah, I did. I announced that. And I'd say I'm probably more of a fan of James Corden than you are anyway. <laughs> no, I actually like James Corden. I just don't, he's not someone I would. I like, no, I like James Corden generally. I'm not as as anti him as a lot of people are. No, right. I have certain rules, and basically, you know, when I've scraped the barrel, if I ever suggest Vinnie Jones for something, that means I've lost the will. Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah. That actually might be me going. I've had enough of the podcast. I think it, it, he's <laughs> he's just just below putting Arnie forward, isn't he? No, uh, no I wouldn't do that because I'm sure there's something that Arnie's right for. Arnie could play the, uh, if we were going to force him into Harry Potter, Fenrir Greyback, the evil big werewolf guy. Doesn't have to yeah. talk much, just he's brute force. I mean, spoiler alert, we won't be casting him. No, he's too we've, minor. We've only got like 18 episodes where we need to cast someone. I mean, we missed a trip. Good. We could have put him forward as Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> we could put, actually. What, He'd have been like, great Hagrid. Whatever the subject You are is, a wizard, Harry. <laughs> whatever the <laughs> The theme is for the season five. We should, by rule of thumb, just the fourth option is always Arnie, <laughs> whatever the role. Yeah, I like it. Ah, <laughs> oh. 
Oh, we need to move on because I'm getting sad. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, when this podcast comes out, I will do a poll on the Twitter sphere. On Twitter, I shall put forward Christian Nair, who we're, we're very hopeful that you will go for. James yeah. Gordon, we're very hopeful that you won't go for. Um, I've already put Christopher Hivju and John Rhys Davis. Christian yeah. Nairn, people. Chris, Christian I think Nairn. Christian Nairn is the best option there. He is so when uh, Joe's gonna wins. <laughs> yeah, well, I will. I will take that hit. I didn't agree with all of our choices last year. To be fair, I found it really difficult. Actually, I put James Corden up for Samwise, but that is better than this. It probably is, yeah, because Samwise is quite lovable, and James Corden does have that about him. Sometimes, yes. I don't mind him. I'm alright. No, I, I don't mind him. I've seen yeah, that. I, I mean, Christian Nairn, people. I'm gonna push this. I feel like I came up with the best and worst suggestions today. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you've yeah, definitely let's... been here for it. <laughs> let's uh, let's end this segment. I still love it, but this was. Do we have an outro for the segment? We don't do no because outros. outros are for losers. <laughs> no, right? Horror films, eh? We've probably got to wrap horror this up. Horror films. Yeah, we have, the thing is, we've kind of discussed horror films. Um, I just I do like a horror film. I like the idea that. Weirdly, I might scare myself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though it's that it is. It's yeah, a proven, no, I, it's I, a proven I, thing that you watch it because it raises like your endorphins and stuff, doesn't it? It gets like your um the well, actually, blood pumping. I'm going to reference Carly again. She's got a lot of references today, so I hope you're enjoying this, Carly and Carly's colleagues. Um, but because we've had this debate, because she doesn't really like horror films, but I've been making her sit through some. Yeah. Um, and she said, I don't understand how you like this. And my answer is, you watch films that you know are going to make you cry. I don't I don't get why you do that. Yeah. No, I don't get that either. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to cry. <laughs> That's not the emotion I'm ever going cry. for. <laughs> I don't want to cry, but I don't mind being scared. In fact, most of the time, they don't scare me. And it's actually almost a thrill when they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't get scared by a lot of the films. It's more of they just kind of put me on edge. I'm like, oh, here we go. There, there's a film that I want to see because I've seen one of the many, many knockoff versions, right. not the main one. Is it a horror? Is Escape Room a horror? I would say it does count as a horror in the same way that Saw counts as a horror. It's not that kind of film, but it, yes, right. it is definitely a horror. I want to see the proper one. I haven't seen the proper one yet. I, I have seen the proper one. There's too many versions. There's too many yeah. people saying, I've got escape room. And I'm like, that's not the right one, though. That's not, that's the room of escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've, you've, you've called it escape room. Yeah, there's too many escape rooms. Yeah. Well, I know that because we went, me and, me and actually Emily and Carrie sat down to watch escape room yeah. and ended up watching a different film called escape room on the same day that you sat down to watch escape room and watched a different film called escape room that wasn't the same film called escape room that we had watched it's so confusing. that proves that there's at least three films called escape room that are different films called escape room yeah that's confusing and now and now tobias there yeah. is an escape room too and guess what there's also an escape room two that isn't escape room two. Is there a third escape room? Two, well, I don't know, but I would question if there's another film called Escape Room Two that isn't escape room two, but also isn't escape room two. Come up with different titles, people. Sub that's why you need a subtitle. Escape room two, still escaping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is kind of the end of our horror bit. Now we do yeah. have one last segment. 
Oh yeah, we do. Which is called This Week in Geek. Okay, news. Not nothing to do with horror. Doesn't have to be. No. Not not in the news. Right. What do we think? We've had at least three new Marvel Disney Plus series announced. What be them? Okay, we have a series completely about Agatha Harkness. Yeah, I mean, it, in defence, it was Agatha all along. It was, so, but do I don't know it. if this is going to be a prequel. It seems to be a, a job lot of contract here. I mean, if it's not a prequel, well. if yeah. it's not a prequel, surely it's just a series about her still in that town, locked in, in, in a character. No, because everyone thinks that she's going to be in Doctor Strange 2. So therefore, she's probably released because she's going to be tied to Wanda she, from that point. The problem is now she she'll have to turn up without a theme song. It won't be the same. Or they'll still have the theme song, and that uh, will be the theme song uh, for the whole thing. But right, so I've seen that people have. Some people are well up for it. Some people are like, no, I'm not interested. I have to say, I'm more towards the not interested at this moment. It feels a bit but odd. In Marvel, we trust. Um, Generally, next one. Yeah. From well, from WandaVision, and I know that this character is going to be in the Marvels, Monica Rambo series. I don't care. I actually I like her enough as her own I, series. I don't really care. I I'm looking forward to seeing her in the Marvels. Yeah, I'd be interested with in Captain that. Marvel. That will all work out. Yeah. But I don't think Photon needs her own series. No. Uh, but this one, I think, because it will be so different, because it's not about a person. It will be Shang-Chi's sister, Zayling, I think, and the, the Ten Rings from Shang-Chi. Oh, so it's a sister sh- who I just don't care about. Well, I didn't like her in the film at all. It's, it's about the Ten Rings, and obviously she's going to be the lead of it. So, But that, spoiler, did they not basically line up as a villain for the end of the last film? Yeah, that seems to be the way they're going. And sorry, that is a spoiler, so maybe we need to put I did say up. spoiler, I did say spoiler. Did you say spoiler before we said it? Yes, I did. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of I of the three. If I had to right, if someone had gone right, we make we might make one of these. Which one would you prefer? And I went, you know what? I'll go with the group because then you've got the chance of having a few characters just led by her. Yeah. Because I didn't really want to see more Agatha, and as much as I did like Photon. I'm, it may, I'm I mean, from see. a publicity side of it, I think it makes more sense to make an Agatha series than the other two, because she was popular when it came out. Yeah, I get that side of it, but it's I am slightly necessary. I'm slightly worried that they're getting a bit gung ho with how many series that they're announcing. It's, at it's almost like if you get cast in a Marvel series, it doesn't matter how small your role is, because you might end up with the whole series. Yeah, at the moment. How have we uh, not got an, a, a um? What's the agent's name from WandaVision? Oh, Jimmy Woo. How's he not got his own series yet? I don't know, but he's in the next Ant-Man because he was in... Jimmy was Woo in and Ant-Man. the Woozits. Well, actually, there were calls for Jimmy Woo and Darcy to have like a team-up thing. but that's It could be not called what. Knock Knock, Woo's There, Boom. Oh, Marvel, okay. you can have that. Mo- moving on. I tell you what, I am excited about something. I shared it with our Discordians. Discordians, I don't know why I, I called like them. that. No. Our Mannix. I did it on the Discordian new... sounds uh, very weird. There's going to be a live action Batman Wayne family adventures thing going on. And obviously, I love me Robins and my Nightwings. And it's got all of them. It's got 
all the Robins. It's yeah. got spoiler. Oh, as I'm soon as you posted it, I was like up your alley, right up yeah, your alley. Yeah, yeah, that, that's literally. I'm pretty sure you. I don't think it was on podcast or if it was offcast. Literally, we had a conversation the other day saying stop making series about all the stuff around them, about Gotham, about yeah. all the police force. Just make it about Batman and the, his the heroes. Yeah, that's what. And I love someone Batman. went okay. Okay, cool. We did. We listened. Cool. Yeah. Um, I okay since because I think you mentioned it on the lob last podcast. Right. I've now watched and finished season one of Squid Game. Okay, cool. Uh, we won't talk about it too much because I, I mean, Carly's halfway through. Cool. Uh, Amanda's just started watching. We it. have just. I, I. I. Without spoiling, I will just say we've just watched. The fifth game. Okay. Okay. Yep. We've just yeah, watched cool. fifth, the fifth game. But you are actually nearly the end. You're we've not got, far we've got episode eight and nine left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, episode eight and nine left. She loves it. Yeah. It's fair. very... It's very and it, I will say it is a good show to watch the second time. But I... I'm watching it this time with subtitles as well as English. Just to see the difference. <laughs> and there okay. is some differences. And you already know how it ends. So... I went on your recommendation. The next thing that I watched was Alice in Borderland. Yeah. And I watched that all in one day. Hardcore. I enjoyed it. I have to say, again, I did Amanda has said she'll watch that because I've said it's similar in the sense of it's a set of like activity and game things. In sense. some respect, I found it easier to watch than Squid Game. Right. It, it flowed. It was quite good binging. I will say that Squid Game, considering how popular it is at the moment, it doesn't have the, a very good flow. No, it does uh, go from the hardcore activity to stop very quickly. Yes, it does. Uh, but it does leave you wanting more. Yes, but it does. One thing, because when we, you told me about Alice in Borderland, I thought it was a one off series. And it's not, it's very much not. <laughs> so I got confused and I thought I had another episode. I went, oh no, season two. That's what I've got. This is it. Uh, and then I moved, and I know this is not geeky, but it's it's leading into something geeky. Yeah. The next thing I watched, very different. I watched uh, it's a sin. Uh, oh right, it's yeah. About AIDS, and very different vibe. Uh, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Obviously, we're a geek podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But it does yeah. go into the fact of it was created by Russell T Davis, who is now back with Doctor Who, and Doctor Who. It's now trailering. We get it at the end of this month, I think. Yeah. Uh, only six episodes. Only six episodes, and the season is titled Flux. Yeah, I know. The problem uh, is the trailer that I've seen for it looks a little bit like it's a video trailer for a, an activity or something. It does. It doesn't uh, look I, like I've an actual series end, trailer. The end of it, so I haven't seen it properly. Uh, do we? Are we excited for a new Willy Wonka film? No. Cool. Because um, I think their casting is terrible. But actually. Uh, because I mentioned it the other day in rehearsals. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're back in rehearsals now. It's quite nice. It's, it's quite nice to be doing the acting thing. Which that means I... podcast might become sporadic. <laughs> it might mean at some point we might actually do it in person again. Because <gasps> we've been in the rooms together. We've been in rooms together. We just need to get us and our laptop together. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, but what I was going to say was Timothy Chalamet. People seem to like that casting. I can't stand it. Uh, I'm going to say his name wrong now, so you'll have to correct me before someone moans at me. Um, I did, like, I think I messaged Emily 
to say that Matt that guy, Matt Bainton, is in it. Yeah. I don't know who he's not. His character's not been. No, in how, and I was trying to figure it out because I don't know what it is. Is it an, a retelling of the classic story we know, or is it him? Is it Willy Wonka younger? Because Timothy Chalamet it would be young. a much younger version. He so is. is it like him getting to where he is now? Where, but I thought that's what was that not what. Johnny Depp's version. No, no. Johnny Depp was the classic story, but with some random character backstory, which wasn't well done. Okay, but I don't, I don't know. Is I it like an origin? I like to think it's just him stealing slaves from Africa, because that is the story of the Umpalumpas. <laughs> Either way, I will probably watch it. I mean, oh, I probably yeah, no, I will probably watch it as well. But I'm not. I don't think it needs to exist. But it's no. interesting to. If anything, we could do with a great glass elevator, really. Yeah, we've had so many classic. I will say, Glass Elevator is absolutely nuts. Yeah, <laughs> some of the stuff hit... that happens in that book is is, oh. is crazy. The Gene Wilder one touched upon it. It's yeah, just like we saw it. Probably that that, that was it. You know, um, yeah. I am. I had a whole sentence there, and it's gone out of my head. Do you have a sentence while I get regained? Do my I head? have many sentences? What kind of sentence did you want? Oh well, as you didn't help me, okay, I will now tell you some stuff. We've got a lot of Star Trek stuff coming. Oh. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is starting next month. Oh, cool. Season four. The bad guy this season is not a villain in terms of a, a villain. It is an anomaly that is affecting everyone. Oh, OK. Um, new uniforms. We're back in. We're back in the classic red, yellow and blue now. OK. Um, it's going to be. I mean, this is a spoiler if you're not up to speed with discovery but it's, there's going to be a lot about uh burnham being the captain now she's in charge she's in the big chair i That's think yeah, the one thing we need to look forward to is angry um what's his face stamos have i got that right i don't know do you mean stamos stamos yeah angry stamos that's what we got for the season he's gonna no. be angry for all the season well, he might be. Because but... literally it ended with him being forced off of the ship, didn't it? Like, for yeah. that for that storyline. And he was like, I won't forgive you, Burnham. I think, right, spoiler alert, he probably will. Her. Yeah, probably. Because they've got to move on from that. That so will be annoying, though. Because actually, that was that would have been some good character development. to yeah. have Because he's always been quite a supporter. Yeah. And yeah. he had genuine reason now to not like her anymore. And I'll be annoyed uh, if they do brush straight over that. I think they'll deal with it. But probably in the first couple of episodes, so they can they can get on with the rest of the season. But I'm excited to have Star Trek back. I've been watching. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like Discovery. I like Discovery. Um, the new you're okay. You you watch Mandalorian, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so we've been given the date for the Boba Fett series. All oh, right, okay. That's coming. That's coming at the end of the year. Cool. Um, we're in that stage now, where we because we're in the September October stage where we are getting all the things starting up uh, again uh, whereas actually the the summer months you don't really have that really um but we're about to finish this section uh of well actually by the time you listen to this we'll have had the is it the last episode of walking dead until next year which it'll be back in february next year yeah, which I suppose isn't that long, really, when you think about it. No. But it still feels frustrating, because it doesn't feel like we've really got going. No, but that because, right, normally, this is what we'd have. We'd have eight episodes before Christmas. Yeah. But normally, it wouldn't have started until October. 
it's now finishing in October and they're they're then running into fear. Yeah. And the world beyond. They're when does fear come back then? Like next week. If if you as in, if you've if you're one of those people who pay up to the AMC where you get to watch The Walking Dead a week, you've already seen an episode, I think. Oh wow, okay. I think so. I think that's right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's already on there. And the thing is, Fear doesn't come on Disney Plus, does it? No. Which is so bizarre. No, that's on Amazon Prime. And you right. So I I have your Amazon Prime. You do. I you I've made a choice not to watch it, but I may have to go back on that now because I always have the DVDs. And then I thought, well, hang on. If I watch it on Amazon Prime, I'll still want the DVDs from a collector's point of view, but I probably won't watch them, and that's just a waste of money. <laughs> so I thought I'd wait but now now we get into the next season and I still haven't watched the last season I'm like I, uh, it's a big season it's yeah a big season. I know very certain big. things that happen so it's just like ah very big season don't have to watch it is there any big news for you for what do you mean not you personally in your life no not really um I say I've watched a load of random horrors but nothing that we haven't really already mentioned to be honest oh. cool not really normally right if you're a regular listener to to the show, we normally find things on TV that we're going to start watching and we talk about, uh, and then one of us will stop watching it. <laughs> There's we, plenty of time. This, to find this something. year, neither of us has started watching it. Not yet, but the are on episode three. But that we we're going for the binge watching things that are only a few episodes long that come out all in one go. That's true. We're not having to wait weeks. No, no, very true, very true. Yeah. But shall we wrap up this episode? We shall definitely wrap up the episode. Wrap, wrap. Wrap, Now, when this episode goes live, if you head over to our Twitter, you'll be able to take part in polls to do with both the segments. So that's uh, Character Showdown and uh, Casting Out. Uh, You can have your say. Let us know who you think should be cast. Let us know who you think should win the battle, as it were. The battle. Um, Oh, no, I had some, just one little bit of news. Oh, news. Oh, and I should have said it earlier when we were talking about the Marvel things. But I want to say it. Go on, then. Right. You know at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Yeah. I've just thought of something else. Yeah, but Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume 2, it was in the post-credits, it's very much deemed that Ayesha, the gold lady, is going to make Adam Warlock. Yeah. We've now got a rumour of who's playing Adam Warlock. All right. And it's not someone you'd naturally go to, but you'll know them. James Corden. <laughs> no. Will Poulter. Okay. I like Will Poulter. Weird but choice. never have considered him for one of the most powerful characters in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a weird way. But on the flip side, might have Isla Fisher in Thor Love and Thunder, so I'm happy. Well, say that's something else we've got coming. Is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy like games? The festival. Games. I was thinking like the festival, the festive like special they're doing thing. Oh, that's yeah, that's uh, next year. I think next Christmas. I think. But I've already heard people them talking about stuff to do. Oh with yeah, it. because James Gunn has James Gunn has said it's bringing in, it's introducing one of the greatest yeah. Marvel characters ever. And I went, that's it's not. Boast. That's it's not going to be. It's going to be a character called Ferret that's, or something. It can't I, be true because they've already got Howard the Duck. Yeah, no, he's already Who in actually, it. Had a lot more lines in What If. He was really coming he out of his there, little wasn't he? shell there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Right, so anyway, if you head over to our Twitter, you'll be able to get the lowdown on all the latest things, take part in polls. And the ma- it is basically at the Manic. 
with two N's. Very, Very important. important. Uh, but that is the second best way to keep up to date with all things Manic. The first best way, or just the best way, is our Patreon way for a low, 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 low price of like one pound a month, give or take one VAT. English pound. You get lots of exclusive stuff. It's all all fun. Such fun. But fun and games. Fun and games. We actually do sometimes have games. Sometimes have game they happen. Sometimes. Games are had. Sometimes. Yeah, we have happy times. And the link to that, as well as all our social, will be down below in the description. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tobias, before this gets yeah. even more out of hand and a nightmare more than it already is to edit, yeah. it's time to say goodbye. I wanted to say something really spooky. I can't, so I'll just say goodbye, listeners. Goodbye! <laughs> stay safe, everybody, and most importantly, stay manic.